good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. And I'm Dave. And this is a Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Today we built uh, pretty much the same bridges as we did just recently to Croatia, Iceland, Portugal, San Marino, and I hope I didn't forget anyone else. All of them have recently had their shows and we have some news, some new entrants, some new semi-final results. Of course to Sweden. I forgot Sweden, the host country. Well, that's not relevant, of course, at all. Yeah, we're going to talk about these news. Maybe we start with um, San Marino because I think that was the longest show at least in duration. Dave um, you were already shaking your head. Yeah I mean I'm still not over it of course I, I kind of vented in an, in an impromptu episode after you guys were asleep after the show. I mean I don't blame you for being asleep it was so late it was late here I think it was 10 o'clock here when it ended I mean it was the middle of the night for you. I just yeah, checked poor... result at like 2 a.m. in the morning I think. Yeah yeah I mean poor poor Lord. Dana. I mean, Megara came out of nowhere. I mean, they, they went to the second chance round. They weren't even good enough to win their own semifinal days before, and then all of a sudden they win the whole thing. It, uh, yeah. it, it I don't know. It's, it's fishy, but it, it's the mess that we tune in for when we watch San Marino. I think, um, I mean, Loredana was kind of the winner to me. I already had that as a hat cannon event somehow, and I thought, you know, San Marino would finally have a really good entry that would certainly qualify. I mean, there wouldn't be a question if they would qualify. And now with Megara, I thought I was actually excited when I heard they were participating because I thought they were quite good at Benidorm in 2023. But they this were. song is like the dollar store version. <laughs> that song <laughs> and also you know people say oh yeah um italy would have voted but now spain is gonna vote but these people don't understand loredana is a real star in italy and megara is a band that was you know in benidorm and i think that's pretty much it and i don't think yeah. they've been anywhere else this this is my whole conspiracy theory thing right you you wonder what like why is san marino even in eurovision why does any country go you would think they want to go to do well to showcase their culture their music and in some cases their language none of that is happening here i mean i know um the government of san marino is involved uh in in a fair fairly important way here um i mean the minister of culture and tourism was on stage multiple times and opened the show and we even got the anthem of san marino i can't remember the last time i watched the national final and heard that country's anthem uh played <laughs> during the show but anyway that all that happened just to make the evening that much longer yeah um it brings people to the country in the winter when tourism isn't very big it brings money um, yeah i believe I... parts part of the um the deal like if you if you sign up for this if you get to the audition phase you have to spend one night in a hotel or a lodging in san marino so even I mean, if it does, you live next does... door <laughs> so. yeah, of course of yeah. course even if it's cheaper right but it, it, yeah. it forces people to, to to go there and to spend money there so it's good but and and all that is fine but if you announce big artists and work all week to get loredana there pick her <laughs> you know like why do all that work and then put her second i remember when we were in turin two years ago and the, the they leaked the budget so yeah. how how much the, those flamethrowers cost and how much the fireworks were and the 
the uh, the sparkle uh, waterfall, you know, how, how much that costs to activate per second. And I mean, you think they do four rehearsals of each show. So, I mean, if you get to the grand final, multiply every firework by eight, it's thousands of euros. It adds up really quickly. So yeah. anyway, we could we could go on about this for ages. Uh, I would like to shout out to Boom, who we interviewed and came fifth, which is incredible. Yeah. And Aaron Sibley with uh, 13th and his song will be out this uh, actually but maybe by the time you're listening to this his uh, his song could be out on uh, on streaming so fantastic job there yeah just just an overall shock in San Marino and uh, yeah well, well I guess as always we'll see what happens well let's stay with uh, last Saturday for a moment um, because uh, I was watching Melody Festivalen and when it was over I think San Marino was not even at song one yet or maybe just you know <laughs> <laughs> starting off and um, yeah I thought actually it was a pretty decent heat, although the results were so predictable as always. Um, maybe the biggest surprise to me was that Albin Tingval actually managed to get third. I saw him pretty much, you know, out. And Leah Larson, for instance, was eliminated. I thought Tretico and Paul was a banger. I really like, I started to really like uh, It's Not Easy to Write a Love Song. But um, she finished second in the semi and also people started to compare her to Lorien with the staging and the bare feet and everything. So I don't see her winning because of no. course Lorien invented bare feet. Yeah, I don't know about Dani. Um, I think the song grew on you a little bit, right? But to me, I still can't remember what it sounds like after multiple listening. It grew, it grew on me as a as something to listen to, as an enjoyable song, you know, in the background while you're doing work or whatever, or going for a drive. But uh, I, I wouldn't want this to go to Eurovision. It's it's just it's too basic and like yeah. like i think we said last week this um is reminiscent of what he brought to melfest 10 yeah. ish years ago and isn't an improvement on that yeah i wouldn't want to see him win but out of the six like you said it was very predictable he was the clear favorite of the six i was also shocked at albin i thought he was the weakest Lost. of the six yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to put it nicely, um, and nothing against, is it Lasse Stefans, right? I mean, they have their audience, they're, they're legends in Sweden. Uh, shame for them that they didn't at least finish in third or fourth, but uh, I mean, it's, but not, it's everyone, not something I would personally listen to again. Everyone got a 12 points. I think there was a first from all of the different age groups, so that was very special. Yeah, and Albin, Albin was out for the longest time, and it wasn't until the end that he passed uh Lisa, Leah, what's her name? Leah, Leah. Leah, yeah. But then he even passed, you know, Scarlett. They finished uh, fourth in the end. Yeah. Who I thought, you know, maybe they could sneak through as a second place even because they went up in the betting odds. Anyway, uh, we have our hopes for next week. I really hope that they save the best for last again. Maybe Medina or Marcos or Martinos have something hidden. Well, this this is the hope. I don't know how. I mean, we're recording this on Monday. Uh, they haven't even built the stage, I'm sure, yet. In uh, Where last are they going that? for the last one? One? I think is it Karlstadt? Karlstadt. yeah okay so yeah I don't I don't know where this is coming from but I'm seeing on Twitter and Facebook that um, apparently what uh, Marcus and Martinus are bringing is 
quite impressive in terms of staging, very experimental, but very uh, incredible. But they're opening. And, you know, Melfest likes to leave, like you said, the best for last. And they've got Medina in that sixth place in the running order. So we'll have to wait and see what they bring. I'm excited for that. And um, we'll see if Sweden is still a contender to win twice in a row. As, as And imagine if they bring, uh, I assume their song is in Swedish. So imagine if a Swedish song won Melfest and they took it to Eurovision in Swedish. You mean Medina? Yeah. Yeah, that would be incredible. But it's titled K Sera, so I don't know how Swedish it will really be. Could be anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, of course, uh, let's stay in Scandinavia for a bit. Uh, Söngva Kepnin has uh, the final lineup now. Semi-final two was concluded. No big surprise. Uh, Basha Murat and Hera Björk uh, made it through. I think that was, you know, if you had like Sweden, very predictable. Uh, and Siga Ötsk. Ösk, mm. I don't, I'm not yeah. sure, who was uh, already in the final last year, made uh, the wild card and is the fifth in the final lineup. I don't know, do you have a favorite out of the five finalists? Or any thoughts about the semi? The the one I keep listening to, and again, you could call us biased because we spoke with her, but I, I really like Vithvodamhara, and mm -hmm. I like it better in, in Icelandic than I do yeah. in English, but uh, I know Hera wants to sing it in English if she gets to, to Malmö. I mean, that's her choice, but uh, I don't know. It's catchy. It stays in my head. I, I catch myself when I'm not listening to music, humming it in my head. Bashar, very different for Iceland, um, mm -hmm. as expected, obviously. So that would be that would be something new for them. I mean, obviously, Hera has been before with a with a banger. So sending her back would be, to some extent, same old, same old. But uh, yeah, I, I think Iceland would do well with either of the two of them. Siga is just a fun pop for, for the sake of it. But uh, yeah, I could I could see Hera or Bashar qualifying for Iceland, I think. Yeah, see, I actually like uh, Vibe a lot. They went uh, in the first semifinal. They qualified from that. And they're also, you know, two blonde, I think they're twins, or at least they look very similar. <laughs> so if Marcus and Martinos went to uh, Eurovision as well, I don't know, you know, there would be a lot of comparisons, of course. I think uh, Bashar has the most unique song out of these five and i also think it would do quite well i just you know i'm so tired of all these political discussions so i don't know how happy i would be about him going to eurovision but yeah well is he is he gonna go if he wins or has he i don't, I don't know if he's said yet what he would do who knows but uh yeah. also i think um the rest are very even hera i know you and especially jan you love her um but I also think it's a very typical pop song in English. In Icelandic, it would be better, but in English, I don't know how much it would stand out, especially in semi-final one, which is considered to be the stronger semi. And we have a lot of female pop singers this year already. And maybe, you know, a Wild West uh, male singer or maybe two twins would be, two male twins would be a bigger difference than another, you know, female pop song that maybe is not, you know, if it's not the top female pop song, all the others will go weaker and maybe be eliminated in the semi. Well, well it depends. Do you say two male twins or two male twinks? Because that'll, that'll change things a lot. Uh, well, <laughs> one doesn't exclude the other, right? Okay, fair <laughs> Greetings enough. to Vibe if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, another semi-final we had was Portugal. Festival La Canchao. Um, I really can't tell you much about this because uh, there was so much going on that this kind of fell through for me. But um, I can't believe Agua wasn't one of the top six. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't saw know. That. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but of course, Yolanda made it. Um, of course, and, and Jan's favorite Joao Borsch got through. 
yeah overall except for aqua that was pretty much expected <laughs> i think i think so and um and... no and no big surprises and from what i've seen of the show they put off uh in terms of you know like a technical show it looked quite uh quite well went smoothly it was a beautiful stage so props to to portugal there yeah i saw a lot of portuguese people on social media who are also really glad that they improved on you know stage and stuff like that yeah. and that it was you know a better production overall and yeah i will eagerly await the second semi-final <laughs> but and um really yeah. really really quickly um just because this popped up on social media as well it looks like azerbaijan is down to just two choices yeah uh one of the and i'll just mention one of them because for two reasons uh one she's been before and two i cannot dare to even try and pronounce <laughs> the other the other act still in the running but izel looks to be back from her 2018 historic first ever non-qualification for azerbaijan uh which was undeserved by the way <laughs> oh totally i yeah. yeah that was that was, i i still listen to that sometimes yeah um game of chess and the other uh, looks like a trio who mm -hmm. have a song which translates to people and yeah. uh, whoever whoever wins apparently part of both of those songs will be in Azeri which would be a first ever for historic Eurovision. and very yeah. much necessary I can't say much will we haven't heard either of the songs um, no. just with uh, Aizel it would be the same you know another I assume pop song another female <laughs> pop song probably so it has to be a good one to stand out but of course um, I loved Cross My I cross my heart. I tear down the and I actually think, unpopular opinion, but Azerbaijan should have already non-qualified in 2016 with Miracle. So. Um, oh no, that's well. Yeah. I, studio version, fantastic. Stage, maybe not so much. Yeah. It's funny. The chess is funny because it reminds me of Luna's song for Poland. The and tower. I've seen. Yeah. It, yeah, I've, I've seen her because she plays or she tries to play chess in the video and apparently yeah, yeah. every single move she did in the video was not a chess move yeah it was just a tower you can't win chess if you only move the tower surprisingly yeah <laughs> well oh, yeah well. But uh, I think the last and maybe the biggest one is uh, Croatia because Dora for some reason happened on a Sunday night, of course. And um... well, it's great. There was enough on Saturday to keep us busy. It was it was nice to watch. And I had some friends over for some board games yesterday and I had Canadians watching Dora and they were actually interested in it. Really? Yeah, it was fantastic. Especially Letre and yeah. especially the eventual winner, Baby Lasagna. Well, we are pretty happy with that, all three of us, I can say. I've only seen one person comment online that they weren't happy with the winner and they wanted somebody else. So almost every oh, yeah. single every single comment has been positive. There's always Everyone's the happy. One out. <laughs> yeah. There's always one person that wants to ruin everyone else's fun, yes. But yeah. um, I, I mean, what, what is there to say? The energy from this, it's catchy. And for people that hate you know upbeat happy music for the sake of it and and want a deeper meaning this is actually a really really uh deep song yeah i don't think this is very superficial because um it's i listened to it again and maybe i was always saying you know maybe put it in croatian but actually the english makes more sense because the song talks about you know wanting to leave croatia and you know 
going abroad and, you know, leaving the same old, you know, routine of everyday life. So maybe that makes more sense if you want to go international to sing yeah. in English. I wouldn't care either even way. The, yeah. Even the Ciao Mama Ciao reference, you know, why is that in Italian? Well, of course, most, Cro well, not most, but a lot of Croatians leave Croatia and settle in Italy. Well, so yeah, like, there's a lot of that too. I wouldn't agree well, yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. No, but but even, <laughs> even but the, it's just so well thought out. Like even to put that line in an Italian to reference all the Croatians yeah. that go to Italy. Like it's, uh, it's really well written. Yeah, I just have to say, and I already said that in our WhatsApp group uh, yesterday, this shows how good Croatia could be at Eurovision every year because Croatia has a good music scene, a very strong one and a very international one. But HRT probably just doesn't want it or, you know, it doesn't have the potential to realize it. I don't know. Because Baby Lasagna was, uh, you know, uh, how do you say that? He wasn't even on the main list, you know, he wasn't even supposed to be a Dora. He just yeah. uh, went there because somebody else withdrew and he ended up getting 90% of the televote in a 16 act lineup that's insane so maybe that's a wake-up call for hrt well it'll be, it'll be a wake-up call if uh he's hoisting the crystal microphone in about two months from now it'll be a huge wake-up for them <laughs> that would be I nice could, I, I mean if if we go to zadar or split or even pula i'd be very happy with that definitely may in croatia is very much summer already so that's gonna be yeah. nice especially um, for some people <laughs> some people who are up north yes who are who are really um, cold this time of year <laughs> yeah but um even if not um because i'm not so sure about the victory actually as many other people um but, no, we have to um, see how the jury juries will react to that. If they'll if they'll get the meaning, if they'll pay attention to that, or if they'll think he's some novelty act and just you know. Yeah, and also you know the staging needs a lot of work because mm -hmm. you know the song is this part where it is really sick uh, beat drop actually, and he was just hopping around, and I was like, okay, what is yeah. that? <laughs> this needs to change for Malmö for sure. But overall, um, I, we also looked again at uh, Croatia's last top 10 was in 2001. And I don't like to bet, but I would bet many, many things that this will change this year. Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, I was yeah. going to say the same thing. The staging uh, needs some work, um, especially if he's going to please the juries. I think that was everything for now. Um, we will be back later this week when we have uh, the full lineup for uh, next weekend's songs. And we will look at those, of course. Um, well, there's lots coming this week. I mean, uh, the UK songs coming out, Switzerland, yes. Cyprus. Austria. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I'm forgetting at least one. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to be a busy week again, although at least we won't be bogged down on Saturday with as many live shows. But we're, our playlists will certainly fill up by the end of the week. So uh, follow our website to stay tuned with everything, stay posted with everything, buildingbridgespot.com. We're at Building Bridges Pod everywhere on social media. And make sure to like and share this podcast if you like it. Leave us a review and we will hear us next time. Yeah. Voila. Bye bye. Ciao. Ciao.